booked, busy, and broke. Booked, busy, and broke. Booked, busy, and broke. What I want to do, I want to break down what we consider to be booked, busy, and broke. Okay. As you listen to us, you'll hear some stuff that you agree with, you don't agree with, some stuff that's inappropriate. But we consider this black people kitchen conversation. And when you sitting in your house and you talking to your family and y'all talking about the Bible and the money and mm. everything else, it's unfiltered conversation. Unfiltered conversation. Unfiltered conversation. Unfiltered conversation. Hey everybody, welcome to Booked, Busy, and Broke. My name is Jessica Brown. I am the founder of College Girl, the president of College Girl Foundation, and the author of How to Pay for College When You're Broke. And this podcast serves to uncover the untold truths of entrepreneurship. Um, it is so important that we have these conversations as black business is currently up 400% and we have a $1.6 trillion buying power. Um, I came up with this idea because as college girl, um, building a business, I've been through all three stages. I've been booked, I've been busy, and I've been broke. And broke doesn't necessarily mean financially. That's emotionally, spiritually, mentally broken. Um, so I thought it would be an awesome idea to create a platform with open conversation where we can have dialogue about different things to empower and inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs and encourage the current entrepreneurs that are currently challenged with different situations, especially now facing this worldwide pandemic. Um, Book Busy and Broke currently is an Instagram, and every day I post daily about entrepreneurship with inspirational quotes and using my friends' photos as the background um, to promote their business and the things that they are doing. So without further ado, I would love love to introduce my co-host for this awesome podcast, Satchel Gesture, um, who's an amazing friend, phenomenal person, social media maven, and of course, he is just so Atlanta. So, ladies and gentlemen, introducing my co-host, Satchel Gesture. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Jessica. Hey. How are you? Thanks for having me. Ah, oh, you know, it's just so good to be in your presence, be with you, sharing knowledge, and of course, being in none other but the A, Pittsburgh. Let me tell you something. <laughs> exactly. There's no place like Atlanta. So I think this is, I kind of sounded kind of hood when I said that. I'm sorry. Hold on. <clears throat> There's actually no place like Atlanta. So I'm just glad that you're here. I'm um, so happy to be here forever. I love Atlanta. Always, always. I think Atlanta is a city that's the epitome of everything we stand for, everything mm -hmm. that we plan to talk about. Oh, um, yes. And this is going to be a fun ride. Um, stuff they need. Yes. Stuff they don't know they need. Stuff they want to get a little deeper into. Um, we're going to have some fun and, and, and spill some knowledge and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff in between, right? Yes, and of course, you know, our target market, of course, is everybody, everybody black, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, and of course, uh, entrepreneurs or people that are aspiring entrepreneurs and even students, you know, me as college girl, um, me and Satchel have so much um, professional experience in so many different areas, and we just can't wait to share our talents and gifts with the world. For sure. I'm excited about it. We're going to have a good time doing it, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we already are having a phenomenal time. <laughs> so he, Okay, so side note. Pause for the cause. Uh-huh. We have to do this. So I just want to say this to all of our listeners. Okay. We are a spirited pair yes. of people. Yes. 
Yes, we, we have a good time. And we are um, trying to be really intentional about how we introduce ourselves to you. But we guarantee you, we're going to become your favorites. And you're like, going to gag. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I mean, really, it, it, it's, it's a great destination for, I, I will say about Jessica and her platform, College Girl. Um, it's amazing. We met. Um, we weren't friends like we are now. We met in a business setting. And when I did the research and really looked into who you were and what you did, like it was very, very impressive. So I just want to say that out the gate. Um, The jewels that we'll share and the things that we'll talk about, um, we have the stripes to back them up. Um, I don't I don't want um, I don't want you to ever think that because sometimes we might have a little bit of fun and start kind of like playing around with some stuff that we aren't really well equipped to drive, take you on this journey as it relates to building mm-hmm. brands, building businesses, yep. becoming financially literate. Yep. Um so many things, but um you're going to get all of that. You're going to get all of that. And I just think it's important for us to say this because um we were talking before we actually went um before we started recording this episode and oh we we're having my, a good time. Here we go. <laughs> a really good time. So you'll get to know us on a lot of levels and we're excited about that um about you enjoying this with us. So um learn with us, live with us, laugh with us. Yes. Um check in, clock in, yes. respond to us, talk to us and have a good time with us y'all. So um if y'all are ready, we're going to officially kick it off. So Jessica, do your thing, darling. Let's roll. Well, let's dive into this. So for y'all to get to know us, we thought it would be pretty fun to have me and Satchel uh, ask each other five questions. So, you know, Satchel, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Um, and then, of course, ask me a couple questions so you guys can get to know us a little better. Gotcha. So I met Satchel about 13 months ago now. Um, we were on a trip uh, at the Black Film Festival, ABFF, uh, 2019, out in Miami, having the time of our lives uh, with General Motors, supporting mm-hmm. and representing uh, GM Diversity, which was amazing Absolutely. time. And um, we just, like, hit it off. And one thing I just kept saying to myself is, how is this man so lit? Like, And when I mean lit, like, y'all see lit as a social media thing and being just this popping person from what you see personally. But you have to begin to know people deeper to know really how mentally lit they are, how plugged in and networked they are into so many people. And I just think that that is so important. Um, like, Satchel, how did you get so lit and plugged in? Like, please tell the people, like, how did you just come out there? This man had on his Fashion Nova slides. <laughs> okay, he loves a slide, okay? He wore them. He wore three, four, five pairs of different color slides I the really whole weekend. Did. First of all, that was a Gucci inspired slide. I think okay. I might have. I probably told somebody it was Gucci, but the ever since out the then, bag, I've been sending you Fashion Nova coupons. I live for they, Fashion Nova. <laughs> but we haven't been wearing it because we ain't been nowhere. Yeah. So I haven't it. necessarily needed a silky short set to wear around. Oh, he's the king of you, the of the silky shorts. You know, I had on the silky shorts at oh, that night. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you should have had one on today. It's ninety five degrees. It's ninety five degrees, and I got on these pants. Um, so, um, my story is interesting. I am the epitome of a master, a jack of all trades. Um, and I also say a master of all. Mm. You know, people say jack of all trades, master of none. But I don't believe in that. Um, so my introduction to this industry and entertainment and media, for those of you that do not know, um, I am a journalist. I'm an editor. 
I've held editor positions at Upscale Magazine, Uptown Magazine, which yes. are nationally published. Okay. African American lifestyle magazines. Check um, the resume, y'all. Absolutely. I've contributed to Essence. Um, I've contributed to almost every media platform there is, and I was one of the last black male editors of a national publication. Mm. So, um, that's just like, yes, thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. Yes. I appreciate yes. that. I appreciate that. Um, but outside of that, I also had my own PR agency for eight years, the S. Bernard Group. Okay. And also a company called Elixir Entertainment, which was all about activation event planning that I had with my best friend, Sharika, who's listening to this. You know Sharika. Yes, um, yes. I love her. She's so amazing. So I've entered the industry a couple of different ways. So I think the satchel that you met um, at ABFF, I was okay. there. Um, I was representing Upscale. Right. And um, I had a column in Upscale, Seen by Satchel, which okay. is uh, where is he going, what's he doing kind of thing. So like I Carmen w- San Diego kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Okay. So I was there representing Upscale, but you met me at a time where I really can say I was living my best life. That sounds okay. cliche. Right. But I had kind of stopped apologizing for being a multi-hyphenate. Mm-hmm. Yep. For working in PR yep. and working in and being an editor and doing mm-hmm. creative direction and all this other kind of stuff. I stop apologizing for having an interest in all of that. Right. I stop apologizing for like who I was and what my thing was because mm. I saw that the people that I wanted to vibe with it vibed with it. Right. And um, I, I as I fine tune my skill set, my world, all those kind of things, I just became like the person. um and it was all a part of my business journey, mm-hmm. all of that. But I just became like um, somebody, the guy that's sitting here talking to you today, that was fully present in what my career was, what my job was, um, how dope I was um, to be working in that industry, in that world for the connections that I was able to make for the relationships I had. Of course, because um, that's how we all got here sure. now. For sure. That's how we all got there. So, um I don't apologize for being a badass anymore. Okay. So I think that that's like the biggest part of like my litmus. Mm, that self-discovery. For that sure. Like now this is who and that's, I am. And that's real. And guess what? It's either you love me or you don't. And the thing was, even when we met. Right. Like I was like, it's something real badass about this girl. And oh, yes. when I really saw what you did, did like what your thing was, right. that's like the most impressive thing ever like thank you i mean your face is on a bus that's carrying students around the united states yes. introducing <laughs> them to college yes you know what i mean that's so right. don't 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 ever get it twisted yes we talk loose we talk all that kind of stuff but i mean you were just even profiled in essence for your work so but you know i think it's so crazy with all of that is like being this entrepreneur it's like okay i've done this but now what like yeah. what's next like you know i'm like always looking for the next thing and, and that's what keeps us busy it keeps us busy but it also sometimes is a challenging situation because one some maybe sometimes you don't get the roses while you can still smell them yeah. and then two it's just like I'm continuously in competition with myself. Mm-hmm. How am I going to outdo what I've just done? And it, and that's when sometimes the broke part mm-hmm. comes into play because I've sacrificed my profit, yeah. you know, to put more money into giving kids scholarships. Yeah. You know, make sure we have this bus where people 
that are going to see us from D.C. to Nashville to to North Carolina, A&T, Greensboro, to back to D.C. and the nation's capital um, are going to see us. So much money behind it. And it's it's such a challenging time, but I appreciate what you said because it's a rewarding time as well. Sure. Because um, I'm happy that my colleagues and people around the country are really seeing the impact of my work and, of course, seeing the impact of your work being a journalist. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's important that we have that we are voices mm-hmm. that we have platforms right um so i think that 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 what i saw you doing and then when we started to talk about this i thought it was a great idea um I look, i've been pressed to do this podcast no I, I think it's such a good idea because like literally like i know i know people that are busy booked and broke simultaneously all the time right i mean like celebrities i mean like yep. it, it's it's a real thing because everything is not what you see no you know? it's a it's a real thing to navigate so um i'm excited to do it well um, with that that's gonna be my next question okay. have you been booked busy and broke and what has that experience been like oh for my you? god yes I, i've i've been that more than not i mean i've had I've had two full-time jobs, mm-hmm. two side hustles, right, and a whole influencer program mm-hmm. all working in concert at the same time and still don't have enough money to Uber to get to one of the locations mm. to do the job. Come on now. Tell them. Let them know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that, that's real. Ben, I look, I've been on TV on Medicaid. Okay. <laughs> it can't get Damn. realer than that. No, <laughs> I've, I've literally had to call my barber and be like, yo, can you cut my hair? Cause I got to go do sister circle in mm-hmm. the morning. Yep. I have to do fabulous gifts under $500 mm-hmm. and I don't have 34 a haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I'm going to also say I've never felt more rich in those moments yes it's a because, humbling yeah experience. i mean because money is cyclical for some you know mm-hmm. on some level you get it you lose it and of course yep. we all work to understand how to keep it oh, how to course. establish it right. but it's been times where i literally i traveled to south africa with 20 dollars mm. for two weeks <laughs> and i came back with how 16 did you see what, what you gonna do if you can't jug? Like, that's the ultimate but, jug. Okay, so. But Ness, like. But let me tell you though, but, but the thing about it was, now, I'm the king jugger. Okay. Like, dripping jugger. in. Dripping in finesse. Mm. But, I'm gonna tell you something. Okay, I don't wanna go spiritual, but. No, I mean, let's go. There's go something there. that said your gifts will make room. That's right. So, me traveling the world mm. wasn't a jug. Okay. Me getting a section in Miami. With Don Perignon, <laughs> Don Perignon was a jug. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But me going to Bora Bora, South Africa, cruising the Peruvian Amazon, that was because a nigga can write. Thank a you. A nigga can speak. And you have talent. A nigga can tell stories. Mm. A nigga can curate. A nigga can create. That's what all that was. Right. So I may not have had a dollar, a physical dollar or a swipe. Right. But, but was- you had the gift, and and the crazy thing is, um, a lot of people sometimes forget this. God has given everybody a gift to produce wealth. Okay, everybody has a gift. Everybody has a talent, and it's so important that you tap into that talent, whatever that may be, um, because, like you said, your talent is what got you exposed yeah. to the world. Yeah. And even though you only had $20 in your pocket, nobody knew that, but you had a talent that was so priceless. Yeah. 
that could take you anywhere in the world. And that's what I want this platform to be. All the listeners out there, tap into your passions. Tap into your talents. Those are the things that are priceless, and those are the things that's going to give you wealth and take you to the next level and really show you the world. Yeah. And 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 after you've been doing all this traveling, you know, you come back back home to the end. Wait, did you write my questions down and I didn't know it? No, you, I, okay. no, no, I didn't I, okay. write them down. Okay. I didn't write them. I'm a journalist, too. Yes. Don't get it twisted. Okay. My name is Jessica Lynn Brown. I graduated from Howard University, class of 2012 from the School of Communications. OK, OK. <laughs> Thank you. With a BA in broadcast journalism, I have a master's um, in edu- in at from Strayer University in leadership, and I'm currently seeking a PhD yes. in higher education administration because my goal is to be a HBCU president one day. Okay, I need a PhD. Yes, I mean I've already got one in my mind. I'm waiting for an honorary one, but you know I'm a work for mine. You know what I'm saying? But. I need a PhD, but that's another topic. Well, I got a PhD in a couple, a couple different subjects. So I know, but no, but, we're not going to define. We but gonna. we ain't going to get on those today. So, and what we were talking about is at the end of the day, you represent ATL. Absolutely. And you have come up with this brand called So Atlanta. Absolutely. So just tell the people real quick before we go flip to the next thing, uh, or my questions. What is so Atlanta? Why are you so Atlanta? Um, and what are your goals for your next big project? So we could begin to get down with your movement. For sure. Let me clear my throat on this one. Hold on. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Uh, 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 like uh, this. If y'all want to party like we. Hey, if, if y'all, y'all want to party hey, like. Hey. Come on. I'll tell you. All right. Um, never mind. Um, so, so Atlanta, um, like you said, I am from Atlanta. I'm very, very proud to be from Atlanta. Yes. Like, I, there is no other place in the world that I would prefer to be from. Mm. Um, I am from the west side of Atlanta, mm-hmm. Bankhead, to be exact. Um, Bankhead! Hey, Ben Pullen oh, Capers. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my Chevy Antoine. Oh, <laughs> I love T.I. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to meet him one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Tiny. That's that man Clifford. Shout out to you. Um, so Atlanta, I love Atlanta because I feel like I was born into a fairy tale. A black ass, very black fairy tale. I grew up, uh, my grandfather was a pastor. And oh, we, so that's where you get your good prayer from. Okay, you know, you know I can Satchel pray. Could say a good I prayer. pray and, you down. And let me tell y'all. Before we got on live, he was on here singing with them riffs, so you know he grew up in the choir. I really did. Shout out First Baptist Gresham Road. Everybody went to a First Baptist. I'm First Baptist Lincoln Gardens, New Jersey. There it is. This twenty three ninety four Gresham Road, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, seven 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 Somerset Street, four, Somerset, four. New Jersey, baby. Uh, oh wow. DB stories. Okay. So, um, but the the thing that Atlanta did for me that I will forever respect. Um, I know right now we're living in some some times where it's all about race and mm. black versus white. Right. I grew up in a world only knowing black privilege. Mm. And it's the best thing that could have happened to me. I have never felt inferior to right. another race. Mm-hmm. I have never felt like I was less than. Right. I ain't never felt none of that shit. <laughs> and I and I say that like that cuz I mean it. 
Right. And I don't think that would have happened anywhere else but Atlanta. Again, like I agree because I grew up in Jersey and that's a different yeah. demographic. Like I, gr- I grew up seeing black people live amazing lives. Right. Do amazing Cause things. Because everybody out here got a, got a mini mansion. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I grew up seeing men unlock their businesses, seeing mm-hmm. women unlock their businesses. So that's how I was programmed. Right. My, my, my family has owned businesses. Right. So I was, I never came up in a systematic way. Like mm-hmm. I've never allowed myself to be handled. Like I wasn't amazing. Yes, like you are. My color wasn't amazing. Right. Like my friends weren't amazing. Like my point mm-hmm. of view wasn't amazing. So in, in starting So Atlanta, um, again, as I started to travel the world and, interact with different cultures and meet different people mm-hmm. whenever they would ask me my stuff and i would always say atlanta they would have like wonderment in their eyes mm. and i would be like oh shit you know what yeah, i mean people don't wonder when i tell them i'm from jersey they just say oh yeah which, okay yeah. <laughs> By new- <laughs> you're not from new york right right so people people always <laughs> no. want to i moved to new york briefly and i remember the first day i was there um a guy asked me like where'd you move from i said atlanta he said why the hell would you do that I'm not a fan of New York. I'm sorry. Yeah. Even well, that's a whole. We ain't gonna slam New York. Yeah. Shout out to our New York people. Love but, New York. Love New York. Yeah. Can't, but long story short, door. So Atlanta is a brand that celebrates the people of Atlanta, the stories of Atlanta, the successes of Atlanta, the culture of Atlanta, mm-hmm. the vibe of Atlanta, everything that's Atlanta. It's not about being from Atlanta. I am. I wear that proudly. Yes. But if make sure y'all cop his t-shirt for sure. So Atlanta. So dot so com. You'll hear more about it. Um, you'll hear more about it. I'll talk about it forever because forever I am Atlanta. I love Atlanta. That's my brand. I ain't going nowhere. But it's my turn to ask you questions yeah. now. Okay. So if you had the choice to be a male or a female, which would you choose? I would still be a female. I would still be a female. Why? We are so powerful. You know, in the words of Little Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you going to quote Little Kim? Well, yeah, you should quote Little Kim. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, well, we have the power and it's more than just, um, vaginal. What, yes. Very more than just that. Uh, women, we rule the world. And how would Barack have been president without Michelle? Don't ever forget that. Cause behind every strong black man is a strong queen. And, uh, us being women, we, we get the short end of the stick, but, it does. It doesn't bother me because I like to work for what I have. You know, men a lot of times, even if you're white or black, of course, black, we have a little bit harder of a time. But at the end of the day, you're still a male, so you're going to be a CEO before a black woman in most situations. However, I feel like us as women, we have this creative power that you all don't possess. We have this compassion. Yes, we have no, we have compassion. We have we they, y- y'all don't have no damn compassion. Don't don't y'all sit up there and tell me y'all got some compassion. I'm very compassionate. You <laughs> what's that? The ninety nine point nine percent more we be talking about that you are the father <laughs> and there's that point zero one percent that has compassion. See that ain't fair, but go ahead. Okay. But I would still prefer to be a woman. Um, I think being a woman is powerful. Um, I think being a woman is empowering if you carry yourself that way. Um, and I always carry myself like a queen. So I don't mind being a woman, especially now. I'm 30 years old. I got, I don't, I've worked out every day during quarantine. I'm out here looking hot, baby. I love being a hot girl. 
hot girl summer but city boys up though mm-hmm. um, that's what y'all think we'll but we'll keep letting y'all think that next question no what happened to meg and her foot well by the time people hear this we'll know what happened to meg but um i don't know but tina snow i love you get better because <laughs> okay. we college girls but freaks on the weekend she is a college girl okay um next question why is it important for you to educate people on how to get through college um it's so important for me to do that because education is the key to life and um securing a college education is also the easiest way and ticket to the middle class um to begin to build some financial stability and generational wealth for your family and as long as you are educated, you can never be controlled. And I think that that is what's missing from our community, from our life. Um, education back in the decades and, you know, was the thing. Like, black people really wanted to learn how to read. They really wanted to go go to school, you know, and look at how hard our ancestors fought for us to have that right. Um, and I think some of us nowadays, we don't really think about that. And I think that for me, I need to serve that reminder. Um, the best part is that I come from a household where my mom was a college graduate. Uh, every member, her brothers and sisters, we all attended HU, so I'm an HU legacy family. However, my dad uh, doesn't have anything past an eighth grade education, and he's 79 years old, and I'm 30 years old. Uh, grew up as one of 14 um, white guys, racist white guys, gave him his first job to move a load from Roanoke, Virginia to uh, New Jersey, New York area. And that's when he saw a big city and saw that he wanted to do something different. So I come from both sides of the track. And one thing about it is my dad always told me to always keep my education um, because since he didn't have education, when it's time for him to get bank loans and different things like that, he has to have all these other people around him to teach him. And um, I think that's why it's so important for me to give back because our youth is so talented. They have tremendous promise and it is up to us to create a world of possibilities for these kids and to show them that you can be young and still be um, a game changer. Growing up for me, all my mentors were over 40 years old. So when I was going on college tours, it was like, I can't really relate to you or really say a personal story. You have kids that are going through mental health. You have kids that are going through domestic violence. You have kids that are getting sexually abused, you know, that may not be able to convey that to someone that's older, but they'll convey it to College Girl. And that's why I really founded College Girl, um, to expose these people to opportunities, to show them the world outside of the DMV. One out of four students in Washington, D.C., in the nation's capital, you're talking about where all the laws are made, live below poverty, which is 32,000 children. Um, additionally, on top of that, 77% of D.C. public school students are economically disadvantaged, with 60% of them being African-American and 20% of them being Hispanic, which means that it is really impacting our minority culture. And then we end up getting these essential jobs where we only get paid hourly when our mind and what we were trained to do is bigger than being an essential hourly employee. And that's why I do what I do. Wow. A boom cat. And take a sip of your gin after that. Because let me tell y'all, <laughs> if you don't know, this is the only thing I drink. Pass me that while I ask you a last question. Of course. Thank you. Uh, wh- what are we drinking today? 
We are dr- we're actually drinking Bombay Sapphire. Shout out to Bombay Sapphire. Yes, and we, we got this decorative bottle. Yeah, too. we're drinking out of the the limited edition bottle that's featuring the art of Hebrew Brantley. So I'm excited about mm-hmm. this. And um, he's a black artist, right? He is. He is. Shout out to Kaiwan. Um, Can we get a couple of these bottles, Bombay? That's why I just said. Shout out to Kaiwan. Um, Kaiwan. My bottle didn't come in the mail, but I'm holding one in my hand. Can we, can, can he do a B3 portrait of us or something? Because that, that bottle is lit. That. Yeah, we, we, need, we, need we definitely need that. I'm going to pour a little bit. Okay. How many other questions you got for me? I got two more. Uh-oh. I got two more. Um, who, if you had to choose one of our biggest black pop culture icons to be the representative of black mm. excellence right now? Right now. Don't at me. Who is it? I would say for me, I really look up to Nick Cannon. And I say this, um, let me give you a little backstory real quick. Uh, my older cousin, Toy Green, which is who you know too. Toy. Oh, I love Toy. Um, when I was 13 or 14, uh, I met Nick. We shared curry chicken backstage at the Apollo. And uh, that's when he came out with Gigolo, you know, and this was a low spinning lots of dough. Every time I turn around, I got another show. Did he say something about hoes at any point? I'm a Gigolo. We can curse on this and be professional. Spinning lots of dough. Every time I turn around, I got another show. No, no, no. I, I, I thought that my, I think my boy was pretty conservative. No, no, no. He did. Gigolo getting lots of hoes. No, hoes. No, no, because that was the hook with R. Kelly. R. Kelly said the hoes part. Scooby do that, please. Yeah, so. So anyway, um, I think that he is, um, it was poor. Sorry, Arkell. You just talked about a little bit earlier about being unapologetically you. Yeah. And I think that he is unapologetically him. Um, starting just knowing his background, seeing where, you know, he went from film to being a hip hop artist to uh, being a chairman of, Okay, Mariah too. Uh, but being a chairman of Nickelodeon, you know, one of the most biggest networks for children. Um, and then coming from that and using his own money to fund Wildin' Out. Which is that a- had 15 seasons that just was the funniest part of black culture. And still is. And, sh- and still is. And shout out, I-, I won't steal this like I said it. Um, our, our our culturalist friend on the show, Eldridge, mm. you'll meet him. Yeah, um, and a he few. said that I totally forgot my point. It's okay. Oh no, that, that it's like Apollo Theater. While and out is like Apollo, the new age Apollo it's Theater the for new comedians. Age Apo- and, and, and I agree. And 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 the thing is, it's given so many people opportunities to thrive. Like people off Instagram have been able to really become new age comedians without doing Comic View on BT, coming to you seven <laughs> nights a week. Get your laugh on, hey, hey everybody, get, get your laugh on, hey, yeah, get your laugh on, baby. Wait, you know <laughs> so <laughs> you know. I'm so, well, clearly, I used to be up late. <laughs> Did you watch BT Uncut? You probably too young for that. Tip drill with the credit cards that they shot in with ATL. The credit cards. So I was, I was there. Well, I wasn't there, there, but I was swipe there. Swipe it on swipey. 
because my cousin was there but that was a legendary video but we won't yeah i used to be up till 3 a.m but you know uh that's for b3 off the record right but and also shout out to nick cannon because while and out shot like two or three seasons in atlanta yes and yeah. and he i i know he was supposed to come up with a new talk show that so that like he demanded to be in harlem and that's one thing i respect and also of course we i have to respect this he, fact where is he from he is from california California, Sandy, uh, no, North Carolina, I believe. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we don't have a show intern yet, so we don't know. No, no, I know, I know, I I know his history, but I know he's done some moving around. But, um, back to what I was saying, um, just so inspirational because right now I've been spending my own money to fund this podcast. Satchel has been, uh, coming through and spending his own money and giving connections for yeah. us to film this podcast, um, in Atlanta. And I know how hard it is to use money that we technically, unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell y'all that I don't really have right sure. now. For sure. But this is my dream. For sure. This is my platform and, uh, nothing beats a failure but to try. So, um, I think that with him using his money to fund Wilding Out and for it to have 15 seasons, uh, be nationally, worldwide, and syndicated um, on all these different networks, because it doesn't just play, I don't think, on MTV at night. I swear I see it on three, four, five different networks. You know, um, I think it's amazing. And then for him to take the time for me, because remember, I'm an educator. Yeah. The fact that he took his time to go to go get his college education yeah. at the illustrious, ladies and gentlemen, Howard University, founded in 1867 in Washington, D.C. And he re- just recently received his Bachelor's of Arts in Africana Studies um, this past spring semester from Howard University. Sure. And I just think that that is so inspirational and so empowering um, that even after all the success, yeah. You still went back to for college. Sure. For sure. Um, and that's one thing I love about Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. You know, she promotes college. Like, no matter what, like, your education is everything. And I think that over the years, that message has gotten lost in translation. Yeah. You know, because this social culture has showed that you can just put on a G string and get a whole bunch of followers and be lit. And all these people start sending you stuff. And now you're a fashion Nova babe, or now you're a flat tummy tea chick, you know, when really you got surgery and then you started drinking tea, but that's a whole another podcast for a whole another day. But, um, I think that Nick Cannon is so inspirational for those particular reasons of his sacrifice. Yeah. And especially now with what recently happened, um, with, him explaining his side of history and now Viacom wanted to cancel him, you know? And so I think that the fact that he still stuck to his guns and his principles and what he believes in and like we can all we can make fun of black culture every day, but when it's time for us to use our voice in a positive way, when Portia and Yandy and Tamika Mallory and, and Trey from Houston were sitting in front of the DA's office in Kentucky, you want to lock me up faster than you lock up the killers? Right. But, you know, so I just think that it's just great because we need people that are at that stardom that can still go back to the bottom line For of sure. education. For sure. I love that. Good answer. Thank you. And last, <laughs> right, last question. Okay. What's the best piece of advice anybody's ever given you? Dr. Janice Bryant Howroyd, North Carolina, A&T, Aggie Pride to the 
day she dies, she is a rider for A&T. She, and she's also one of the first women black millionaires in America to own her own staffing company worldwide. This is not nationally. This is around the world. And she has said, never compromise who you are personally to get to where you want to be professionally. And as a woman, you know, you just talked about, did I want to be a man or a woman? Yeah. And of course, as a man, it's easier. Yeah. But as a woman, it's so challenging, but it's so rewarding at the same time because yeah. it's a journey of self-discovery. And um, I have a lot of friends who've sacrificed who they are personally to get to where they want to be professionally. But I've always known since kindergarten, the tortoise always wins the race. Okay. And I'm the tortoise. Come on, tortoise. And I'm going to win. Come on, tortoise. Well, I think that was your five questions. So, um so on book busy and broke uh me and satchel as we said earlier we are such a gag in real life we are really a dynamic duo um we are so knowledgeable passionate but funny as hell um so there's two uh major segments that before we always close out on our podcast we just gotta just drop these (laughs) real quick um because my nickname in the streets back in D.C., my homeboy, Akil, he actually has a podcast called Black Broadway. Shout out to Akil. Um, he calls me Vanessa Williams. That is my street name. And so with having the street name of Vanessa, I thought that it would be awesome to make sure that on my podcast we talk about finesse. Right. And how we be out here jugging. Jugging. I don't think people know what jugging is, first of all. So why don't you let the people know what jugging is? Because I'm a jugger. So I don't know if I can really explain what a jug is, but a jug is like a finesse gone right. Uh It's like when a finesse, like... I'm about to. I'm about to. Finesse going right. Come on, let 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 them know how we be out here. Y'all know what a jug is. A jug is like, it's like a kind of like a kick though, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Y'all know what a kick. A jug is like a gag. A jug is definitely a gag. A jug. Okay, so a jug is like when you make something happen based on like your game. I guess if that had to be, he (laughs) needs right. So I guess that's what it is. A jug is making something happen based on your game. Uh-huh. Prime example. So my first, my first experience of jugging with Vanessa. Oh yes. Okay. We let were them in Miami. Know. Oh, let them know how, uh, should I tell them the background of how I got there? So no, not even, not even that part. So the jug was we were leaving the power final season party. Oh, it was an STK. Um, shout out, shout out to the crew over there. Sade, like the whole crew over there. Yeah. Um, it was at STK. Did we ABJ Coleman? We, yeah, hey BJ, hey. We, BJ. So we were there, like we were there with the crew. Um, oh, Omari, we Lala, and we were du- oh yes, Kenny Lattimore, everybody. So and we, we were double fisting because let me tell you champagne. something about Satchel. Satchel was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we've got Moet on tap. Uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> we need two Moets. Uh, with tequila, with, with, with tequila. Okay. I, 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 honestly, I felt like an octopus. I had more drinks in my hands, and we didn't handle. even eat. It was a brunch, but we didn't even eat. Nope. But that was sure okay. Didn't. So we got, we got right. Y'all know, y'all know what that means. We got right. Liddy. And then, so we were like, what are we going to do next? So next door to STK in Miami. What, what Jessica Brown do? Okay. Let him know. Let so him she know. was like, let's go. Where were we? 
We went to the one hotel, okay. Miami South Beach. The one. So we went to the one, and she was like, "Okay, we're going up to the rooftop, but you have to." We weren't staying there, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we needed to be staying there to get to the rooftop. But anyway, so mm-hmm. we go up to the desk. And she <laughs> Not was like, with me. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, we got up to the rooftop. We jugged our way to the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Jessica don't play. We had a cabana. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat next to what's up, Alex from um, what's the and little... didn't Anthony Hamilton come through? Everybody yeah, was he up had there. That, he yeah, because fedora because it was ABFF, so right. everybody was in town. Black so, excellence, was, yeah. at, was taken over. At yeah, the one. so it was a thing. So that was a jug. So okay, back to the segment. So that was a hell of a jug. Um, I feel like. We had a lot of jokes. Oh my god, yeah. Um yeah. that's gonna be for the second podcast, but um I know that we're approaching our time mm-hmm. and um the last thing the last actually we have two things. We have a um we need to talk about quick fix satchel yeah. real quick and we need to close out with our preach segment, you know, our testimonies. For sure. And, you know, wrap up. Um quick fix our quick fix segment is things people do to quickly get by. Um. So quick fix this. The quick, quick fix this. Episode. Oh, that, let me tell you something. It been too many damn quick fixes for my ass during the pandemic. If I get one more text message, <laughs> group message. First off, y'all know better. I do not participate in Ponzi schemes. That's why I don't sell tea. That's why I. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I'm not Mary Kay, and I don't have a pink Cadillac. Um. I, I I don't do that. Um, so <laughs> y'all sending me these blessing looms like seven cash up a hundred dollars and I'm gonna get thirty five hundred five thousand. Like first off, y'all don't even know what I do with a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars, even though it might be the adult twenty dollar bill recently. Right now it's a pandemic, and um, that's not a quick fix because y'all have really been out here losing y'all money whole time. So what you think about this little blessing loom? I just don't. Have you done it? No. Okay, good. I don't understand it because, so my dad said, okay. You got to bring all these people in. Remember this flat tummy tea, this 100,000 So my dad said, so somebody (laughs) asked me if I wanted to do it, and they asked if my sister wanted to do it. He said, don't do that. We used to do that back in the day and take people money. Exactly. That's all it is, y'all. Stop believing. So at, at the point that my dad says that. And I'm out here trying to sell So Atlanta merch. So if you're going to listen to me, I want you Come to on. head over to the website and purchase some merch. Okay. You know, give and, me, give me a, buy a $100 worth of merch and that's going to be, that's going to be the blessing. And, 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 and also bless us by making sure y'all follow For at sure. book.busy.broke on Instagram and our website, bookbusyandbroke.com. Like, bless us by supporting this For platform. Sure. Support um, is a verb. Shout out to Key Hallman and Village Market. We, 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 we really out here on our own dime, really trying to make this work, bringing y'all knowledge and news that y'all can use. So, um, stop participating in that bullshit. Um, the blessing loom. Let me tell you how you gonna get blessed. Let me, let me give you a little. Spirit. It's called a susu. No, no, no. Let me give you a little spiritual moment, okay? You can get blessed by tithing to your church okay. every week, 10% of your paycheck. And that includes your unemployment We ain't check. been to church, though. 
Let me, I, I've been, I've been every Sunday virtually. I attend two services. I attend New Birth Baptist Church with Jamal H. Bryant and I attend First Baptist Church of Lincoln Gardens in Somerset and every week I tithe to both churches. Okay. When I have and when I don't have. Cause guess what? The Lord has taught me during this whole pandemic since March 14th, since Washington DC shut down that I can prosper during the pandemic and I'm going to keep tithing to the church. Cause guess what? God always got me. So, and speaking of that, um, this is our little preaching segment. Thanks to quickly remember and quick testimony. Anything to close out? I'm just going to say this, y'all. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm just going to say this. And, and, and this is my, my platform for this platform. This is mantra. Um, we talk real. We try our best to, to give life experiences mm-hmm. to add to your life experiences. Um, I know it's a, it's a long journey to, happiness and self-discovery and all that cool kind of sound i'm stuff. trying to tell you but y'all the best thing that any of y'all can do live how you live be who you are mm. talk your shit do your thing stand in your truth get your money chase your dreams i'm sorry i'm tapping the table because i'm serious about that um He's but screeching. if you're going to 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 grow with us to enjoy us to enjoy yourselves to grow your brands to grow your lives you got to do that shit on your terms your way no apology intentional badass and that's my sermon and i'ma just close out by live your dreams Mm -hmm. you only get one life and it's not a dress rehearsal and life is a stage in the words of effect perform Shout out to Coach. Shout Dooley. out, Dooley. What's up, dude? This shit about us. All right. This shit is about us. Well, and this is where Book Busy and Broke. It's about us. We are number one. Black businesses, black lives matter. Continue to keep dreaming. Continue to keep being inspiring. And guess what? Continue to keep being unapologetically who you are. Talk to y'all next time. We love you so much. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Book Busy and Broke. Make sure y'all follow us at book.busy.broke on Instagram. Also, www.bookbusyandbroke.com. Satchel's uh, personal Instagram page is at Seen by Satchel. I am at College Girl G U R L because you know I'm that home girl JB for Jessica Brown. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in and tune in next time. We got more pressure coming to you because pressure makes diamonds. Good job. You know you want to